Shabbos that Kupchov Ches today's email comes to us from Tzfat, from Moshe Yidol Shimon. He says he just moved to Tzfat four years ago. He would like to represent MDY in Tzfat. And he says, I started this cycle on my own. It was constantly searching for a shear that's clear, exciting, and not too long. You fill it all, and then some. I can't thank you enough. Thank you, Moshe Yidol Shimon. In the Mishnah we learned that there are a number of food items that are mukta. For instance, Tevel. Food that you didn't remove Trumas and Maestris. What's the big Chiddush? The Chiddush is that in this particular case, you weren't hiving the rice to give Trumas and Maestris because this tree was planted in an unperforated planter. And therefore, in the rice, you're not hiving Trumas and Maestris at all. Rabbanon said you're hiving. Nevertheless, it's Muktzim the Rabbanon. When the Mishnah says that the Levi received this 10% Maestris, but he didn't give Truma, it's not referring to his Truma's Meiser that he's supposed to give it to the Kain. Rather, it's the Truma Gdaila that the Yisro was supposed to separate. The Yisro went out of order, he gave the Levi his 10% before he gave the Kain the 2%. The halacha is, the Levi cannot eat from it, because the Yisro did so when it was in a pre, when it was in a pile, and it had Miruach, who was smoothed out on top. Therefore, until the Levi gives it the 2% that the Yisro should have given to the Kain, it's Mokta. Meiser Shane is step 3. You take 10% and you give it to yourself. Either you bring it to your slime or you redeem it for money. The problem is that he redeemed it not properly. In other words, he used an asimine money that doesn't have a depiction. And it says in the Torah, it's Artah Kesef. Therefore, it's Mukta. When it comes to Hegdish, he didn't redeem it properly. He redeemed it on real estate, on karka, instead of redeeming it on money. And therefore, it's Mukta. When we go through lists of things that are Mukta or not Mukta, the price says Chatzov, which is grass that has straight roots, is not Mukta, you can feed it to a deer. Mustard seeds are not mukta according to the Brayzim because you can feed it to a pigeon. Glass, broken glass, what can you do with that? You can feed it to an ostrich. Who has an ostrich? B'nai Melachim, princesses. Now all Klai Yisrael, according to Rabbi Shem Gamliel, are considered princesses. Rabbi Nelson argues, he says, no, it's mukta. Now in Rabbi Shem Gamliel, Amemer says he meant only if he himself owns an ostrich. Ravashi says, even if he doesn't own an ostrich, since there are other people that have ostriches, you're considered a Bemelech, and therefore it's not mukta. Since people typically don't have elephants, bundles of branches are mukta. So Abayi says there are four different man the Amrim that hold of this concept of b'nei melachim, all Klai Yisrael are b'nei melachim. They're princesses. Rishim Lil, is this halacha about an ostrich? And so too in the Mishnah he says that you could have pool, which is a type of food that you feed to a raven. Ravens, only wealthy people have ravens. When it comes to rose oil, so Rabbi Shimon says that rose oil is for princesses, but all Klai Yisrael are princesses. The Zalacha, that if a person owns an expensive coat and he owes a lot of money, you take the coat off of him, and you sell the coat, you give him another inexpensive coat. Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Kiva say, no, since he's a Ben Melech, he's a prince, he deserves an expensive coat, you don't take his coat off. When it comes to bushels of branches, if you decide that it should be animal food, Erev Shabbos, they're not Mokta. And Rabbi Shimon says, provided that it's lightweight, you can carry with one hand, otherwise it's Mokta. If you need to carry with two hands, it's Mokta. Different types of plants the Gemara brings down, that you say that it's for firewood, they are Mokta. If you change your mind and you say it's for food, they're not Mokta. This is Machlech, as Rabbi says, you take, let's say, a pea in a pod, you break it with your hand, you go like this, and you take out the peas, but not with the kli on Shabbos, and not too much. Chacham say, you need to make another shin, you do it with the tips of your finger, and not too much, like you do in the weekday. Raw meat, but it's salted. According to everybody, it's not muktzah, carpaccio, people eat that. If it's unsalted, machlaikis, according to Rav Huna, it's not muktzah, even though Rav Huna was Rav's Talmud, and Rav holds like Rav Yudah, that there is muktzah, that's dafka by food. But by regular muktzah, Rav holds like Rav Shimon, no muktzah. Kundar of Chizda, it's Mukta. You can't feed it to 
you're not going to eat it, you don't feed it to the animals, but a duck is soft enough to eat it raw, and therefore, if Chizim himself told his people in his house that they can move a raw duck, unsalted, out of the sun, just not to have monetary loss. Salted fish, not mokta. If it's, if it's a raw fish, it's mukta, even though Rashi explains that you could feed it to a dog, but you didn't buy this fish to feed to a dog, and therefore, lava daite, and it's mukta. Spoiled meat, not mukta, you can feed it to any type of animal. Uncovered water, that you're, you're concerned that perhaps snake inserted venom, is not mukta, because you could give it to a cat. Rabbi says you cannot, because you need to get rid of it immediately, so no one else has damage from that water. Says the Mishnah. You can take a basket, flip it over so that the chickens can get into their coop, even though you are carrying something for mukta and there's a sheet that holds that saucer. You could push along a chicken from behind, in order a chicken that ran away, in order that you don't have a monetary loss, or in order to prevent damage to the chicken, you don't lift up a chicken or, car- or push along a chicken by its wing, because the chicken could jump off the floor and you'll be holding a chicken in your hand, which is mukta. Now, when it comes to shechita, you should either hold the chicken in your hand or push the chicken down into the ground. We're concerned that the chicken will lift itself up with its feet and jar the simonim during shechita and it'll pass the shechita. You'll have to hold on to the neck of a calf or a donkey, even though it's carrying, but not in Rosh Hashanah because we're concerned you might carry the animal. When it comes to a child that knows how to walk, you can pull the child, but don't drag the child. That is usur. If an animal gets trapped in a body of water on Shabbos, so you could give it to eat, so it doesn't die. And if that's not good enough, let's say the water is rising and you need to save the animal, so you could put blankets and pillows underneath it. Even though you're you're taking these kalim out of service for the Shabbos, and that's soiser, oser, but you're allowed to be over the Rabbanon in order to be of tsar balachayim. The mission says, that you are not permitted to deliver an animal ayantif, but you could help the animal out, in other words, by grabbing the newborn, that it shouldn't fall on the ground, by pushing its stomach in, by giving it mouth to nose, by giving it milk to drink. You're, for a human, for a mother giving birth, you're allowed to be Michal Shabbos, you're allowed to call the midwife, even though it's at a tchum, Michal Shabbos, you're allowed to tie the umbilical cord, and according to Rabbi Yossi, you're allowed to even cut the umbilical cord, and you're allowed to do anything that has to do with bris milah. Rabbi Yossi says, we used to have Rahmanus on kosher animals, on yantif, by putting salt in their womb, so they should feel the pain, and reconnect with their newborn, or would sprinkle placenta water on the baby, so that they smelled it, and reconnect. But a non-kosher animal, most of the time they don't disconnect from their newborn, and even if they do, you'll never be able to get them back together. In the mission it says that you could be Michal Shabbos for your Yeladis, the extra Lashon is to tell us, even if she says she needs light, and she happens to be blind, since it calms her down, that's mutter, you let her bring oil, you have to do it with a shinu, bring it in your hand, if that's not enough, bring it in the hair, it's not considered shita because we hold, like the shita that there's no shita in here, even if you hold there is shita, that would mean not literally putting the, the oil in the hair, rather a bottle of oil in the hair. Have a wonderful day.